Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts carol g juan gabriel christina aguilera what do these three have in common you mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching... FSR. This is the best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. When did it become single aware? Because no one wants to be left out. Because Valentine's look, National Donut Day should be for everybody. Anybody can have a donut. Now, obviously, you have people that I can't have a donut. You know, you have tight shirt who says, "Oh, I can't have a donut because you know if I eat flaky crust and goodness of chocolate, something's going to happen to me." Oh, by the way, Alex tight shirt who is killing an order of French fries that we got from Pizza Man Inc. up the street, doing a a hell of a job. I mean, now you know how good this place is. Whoa, 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 whoa! whoa. Tight shirt eating French fries. Those were fried. 
fucking meat sauce. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, Tyshirt, you're going to, I mean, what's going to happen? See you in hell. I'll probably go in the bathroom in about 10 minutes. No, you're going to die now. That's going to happen. Really? You're going to die because you had french fries. Is that what happens? Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. I've eaten. He's going to blow it up. I've eaten. No, look how happy he I've looks eaten though. french fries. That was so See, bomb. This is what happened. If you have good habits for most of your life, you can have french fries at night. You can have pasta. You can have wings at night. It's is that okay. how it works? Yes. All I'm going to say is this. I am. Um, I claim to have good habits it's the, on the dietary side of things. Look, but that diet's one thing. Look, it's it's the best line from season two of True Detective when they were checking out Colin Farrell, who was a drinker and he did drugs and all kinds of stuff. And they said, listen, oh, I'm not spoiling season two of True Detective. Like Nobody's watching it. Is it the, doc, the doctor says to him, listen, you can live with a bad habit and live really well. You just can't have all of them. So that's the thing. If you have a bad that you have yeah, but, fries and whatever, you'll be fine. Well, my rebuttal is: wouldn't some be worse than others? Yeah, but if habits? you only have one, I don't know if that's how it works. Oh, I, I think if your bad habit is French fries at night once in a while, I don't think that's a bad habit. I think that's called. I'm already eating. feeling bad. Look, I had my doctor tell me when I, when I went in for my checkup a year ago, saying, "Yeah, everything's good. Your cholesterol's a little high." Would so you go to Trump's take... doctor? No, 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 no. They, they said I, I. I told them, "Hey, can you tell everybody I'm the healthiest radio host ever?" Your like, doctor lied to you. I'm the healthiest host you've ever you've ever inspected. No, How much and, you pay him? And no, and the doctor <laughs> said, "You know, all right, you know, obviously you could eat a little bit better." I said, "Sure, I could eat a little bit better." Did you get Kenny G to play in his living room? I did ah. not. It's a. I tell you doctor. what, that would be motivating. <laughs> And the doctor said to me, "Breathe in, you know. Don't worry about going crazy with your diet because you got to eat, right?" I said, "Yeah, yeah. Just do the best you can." I'm like, "Okay." Where was this doctor in the back alley somewhere? Or what? Whoa! Whoa! Wow! That's Whoa. next level, right Whoa. there. Was this a doctor in a green cross or what? Here lies Alex Tightshirt. He never had protein. I mean, that's what it's going to say. There's no such thing as protein deficiency, Jason. You had, no, you had, you, you're, you're eating things that you think are real, and they're not even, it's like. What do you mean? How's like it the, not real? Fruits like the, and vegetables aren't real? It's Died like, from no, no, lack no. of french fries. <laughs> <laughs> Died from lack of anything. Jason, uh, hold on. Are you telling me right now in the people of America that yes. you, you can have a protein deficiency? Is that what you're saying? Sure you can. You that's impossible. How is that impossible? Because there's protein in everything you eat. What if you don't eat? I can really? eat a banana, there's protein in is it. There, I can eat an it, apple, there's protein in it. You don't eat those things. You can eat that bug in the window. There's too I much eat, sugar in an that's apple. Fake news. You don't eat that. I eat so much you uh, fruit eat, a day. You eat stuff that's green that you heat up that you bring in. I don't heat things in up. Like a corn husk. Yeah, it looks like Alpo. Oh yeah. I, uh, why, why can't you heat things up? Ah, it's just microwaves aren't good for you and all that. So well, you, you, you when you cook food, it kills the nutrients. You're not sticking your head inside. Well, preferably not. <laughs> allegedly. <No>. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly, yeah. You're, you're sticking your no, head. No, all I'm saying is though, you can eat a lot you know, of fruits. We really, this is a joke you really can't make today either, though. Why For all the love, all the single celebrations, people that are depressed. And now you're talking about That's why heads and saying ovens. Single Awareness Day. That's yeah. why we're on the air to cheer them up. Yes, it's Single yeah, Awareness Day you, slash Valentine's Day. Then you talked about tight shirt, you know, doing maybe because on Valentine's himself. Day, you know, listen, <laughs> Valentine's Day, people don't go out to dinner and go, you know, I got to have something healthy. I want to make sure I maybe have, they do uh, black. Maybe olives they and, found someone that wants to eat. That way with them. Listen, Taisha. When when you are, now wait, are you maybe celebrating? that's a whole dating wait, wait, wait. opportunity, oh, dating is. app opportunity? Trust hang on, it hang is. On. But let me say, are you celebrating today Valentine's Day or Single Awareness Day? Which I'm one celebrating Single Awareness Day okay. here with you guys. Very good. All right. So the next time, so next Valentine's Day that you're celebrating Valentine's Day, you can bring your girlfriend a box of chocolates. She will love them. You cannot bring her a box of. But kale. see, if I did that, I would make them myself. So that way, I know what's in it, like dark chocolate bites with dates in them and stuff. Or, well, what, what, yeah. well, you know what's in chocolate when you, you can the read dates the ingredients. What do to you? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. It's just like, I think it's more romantic to say I made it for her myself, too. 
Yeah, if you but if you make it out of dates and quinoa and no quinoa. And, and bark, dark chocolate, like bananas, that. dates, <laughs> some agave sauce, weed no, bark. You gotta have dark chocolate or milk chocolate with some kind of raspberry. And or then cherry. you gotta have the structure dipped in butter. Valentine <laughs> Valentine's Day is a decadent day. Uh, it's a decadent day. You gotta have it. Just show the people you love them every day. You know, maybe you maybe you could do day. that instead of decadent food. Maybe maybe, maybe you wear something nice. That's I'm why I saying. had wings today. It's a decadent day. I mean, I had wings on. You had wings Tuesday. and pizza yesterday. <laughs> no, I, I, no, I did not. I had pizza on Monday. <laughs> but I mean, that's why it's a decadent day. So I, you know, I had wings, and now I got my pasta that I'm ready to go. That's got garlic on it, which is very good for you. Okay. Mozzarella cheese. It's got to go. I got some things on it. That's good. The only rebuttal I can say is there's nothing wrong with being health conscious and no, just being no. aware of what you put in your Jason, body. Jason, you, 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 you are right about that. Yeah. Did you bring the girl at the drive-through at McDonald's roses today? <laughs> no. <laughs> You guys got to be close by now, right? You know what? Can I tell Hello, you a story? Fran. You want a great Valentine's Day story? Sure. <laughs> Why not? I graduated, We're celebrating love all over. I graduated college, and this is the time, this was the roughest time in my life, because it was a time between graduating college and really having any direction in my life, right? I had moved back to Syracuse. I graduated college. Went to New York for the summer, New York City, and then I went back to Syracuse trying to get a job in radio. It was very depressing. It was an awful time for me because I didn't know what was going to happen. I was, it, was really, it was really difficult. And I started working at Blockbuster Video. And Jason's picks. Right. Well, I, I got to wear the gold vest on Friday nights because I was a movie expert. So people would come in and you get to work. Did you spoil them all yeah, like no. you do here? Oh, dude, you got to get dude, Top Gun. <laughs> you got to get Top Gun. Goose dies, and it's so sad. But uh, You like Anthony Edwards? Did you like him on ER? Yeah, you know what? He's dead. Oh, dude, you have to get Ruined Titanic for everybody. You have to get Sixth Sense. Bruce Willis is dead the whole movie. You never know it. So I got to wear the, the, the gold uh, jacket. And I'd be the, the movie expert on Friday nights, which was great because you got to come out from behind the counter and <laughs> mingle with people in the in the store. But the main point of the story is that <laughs> there was a McDonald's that was across the parking lot. Of was a, course there was. That's was, why you worked there. It was a big mini mall. So I can't tell you how many times during the week, during your break, you'd go over to McDonald's. <laughs> so I go over to McDonald's and there's this girl that works behind the register. And, you know, she was cute. Take off and your I uniform. Would go, and I would go over there and get men, you know, talk to her a little bit while I ordered food. And I would go Take in there probably cleats. two nights a week, I would say. Yeah. So after a few weeks have gone by, I've gone in there a few times, I order something, and I I would say in the time I've gone in, we only talk like while I'm ordering food and stuff. She knows I work at Blockbuster, she works here and everything. And uh, she was nice, she was a couple years older, I think, I think I was 21, she's probably like 23. And now they're banging each other. And uh, after I started going in there, I would go in there and I would order, hey, I'll take a cheeseburger, french fries, and and a a Coke. Great. And then I'd get my meal, I'd bring it back to Blockbuster, and I would see there'd be three cheeseburgers inside. And fries and the Diet Coke. Oh. Right? So then I go back and I'm like, oh, maybe she made a mistake. I didn't know. I go oh, in the no next mistake time, there. I get a Big Mac, fries, and, and, and a drink, and I bring my stuff back, and it's a Big Mac and a quarter pounder with cheese and fries and cookies. She was trying to fatten you so up. So now I'm like, whoa. <laughs> now I'm like, whoa, I think she likes me. I didn't me. know McDonald's made homemade cookies. And, and, well, they do. The cookies are really good. And all my friends at Blockbuster said, dude, you got to ask her out. She likes you. I said, you think? He said, yes. Come on. She's giving you free food now twice. <laughs> you got to give her your hat. I said, I, do you think like... 
Do you think like There's I should, a gold vest there, buddy? I said, should I bring her a coupon for a free movie? They go, no, dude, just go and ask her out. Just go and ask her out. I go, but if I ask her out and she says no, then McDonald's is dead for me. She's not saying I, no. I she can't gave, go no, in there again, she gave right? you free meat. I can't go in there again, right? It's dead to me, right? I can't go in there. So I'm like, all right, I'll go. I'll, next time I do, I'll go in. So I go, and it's a Friday night, and she's working, and something is happening like when I walk in something like had just happened with a customer because there's uh, like there's a couple people in front and she comes up and she goes well uh, what would you like sir like being real uh, um, you know straightforward straight professional I yeah. said well I have this she goes okay sir great she comes and gets her food gives me the food I go in and all I ordered was like a cheeseburger and, and fries and a drink and there was like four cheeseburgers <laughs> like three orders of fries I'm like oh my god I'm like alright now I gotta ask her out because you know I, I now, now she realized but I couldn't do it there because something had happened it was too busy so I'm like alright Right, next time I go in, so I go. So the they tell me what wasn't happened. Right, Jason. I'm giving cheeseburgers out to my friends at work. I'm like, here, take this. She gave it to me. Take this. She gave it to me. I'm like the king. I'm like, this is awesome, right? So I go. So <laughs> the next time I go to work, I'm like, this is it. And now I'm nervous, but I'm thinking it's good because she's gonna say yes. So I figure I'm gonna go at a dead time when there's nobody there. And I and her name was I think her name was Kimberly. Did you wear a tie? Right? <laughs> so I go in and I rent a tuxedo. And I show up with Clydesdales, and I get out, and I have a big whole Joe Millionaire thing going. No, Rebecca. So, so, so I go up, and I'm like, I'm and I'm excited because I'm like, I'm going to ask her out. She's going to say yes. Yes. And, okay. And we're going to go out. And I'm going when there's not anybody around. And I'm like, okay, great. So I actually go and I skulk around outside to make sure there's nobody in line. Yeah, so when I go in, skulk. So I don't want to go in while people <laughs> are in line Rebecca. getting stuff. You had binoculars, right? didn't you? <laughs> so, so I'm like, okay. So I wait till there's nobody around. So I wait like five minutes. Not even. I'm I'm not sitting out there smoking a cigarette with like I'm with like binoculars. <laughs> no, you're hiding no. in the bushes. I just <laughs> wait. Matt Dillon, and there's something about Mary. <laughs> My teeth are all looking great. Mustache. So I'm waiting un- until everybody's out, and and then there's no line. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna do it. Give it a deep breath. I'm gonna go. I go into order, and she's not there. And I go, oh, she's not here. I'm like, oh, wow, she's usually here, too. So I said, okay. Oh, and then person God. comes up, takes my order, and I said, blah blah blah. I said, oh, I say, Kimberly's not working tonight. She goes, no, she got fired. I said, what happened? <laughs> she was giving away. I said, what happened? Food. She goes, there was a, th- I don't know, there was a thing on Friday night. <laughs> she was night. giving away too many no. hamburgers for free. <laughs> she said, I don't know, there was a thing on Friday night with customers when they the came fire. in. And, and I don't know. She goes, weren't you here? And I said, what do you mean? She goes, well, you were here. I, I, I think I saw you because now everybody knows me because I go to McDonald's <laughs> yeah. all the time. Well, you're stalking this like, woman you here. I said, no, I was. She goes, oh, you must have been here right after it happened. Those customers in the front, they, there was something really bad happened and and, uh, and and she got into it with the customers and, and yeah, and they fired her. And I said, oh, I said, wow, that stinks. And, and, and I said, I, I was going to come in and ask her out tonight. And the girl goes, oh, yeah, you probably should have done that sooner. <laughs> I rented this tux for nothing. <laughs> So that was it. That was it. Wow. That's the one that got away. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. The that one that is, got away. That was that was the fall of nineteen ninety two. Lesson to you all Who knows out there. What happened? Shoot your shot. Yeah. Her name was Kimberly. I wonder I wonder whatever happened to her. What she's oh, doing now. Out in her life. It's tearing me apart. That was it. I was like, okay. And I went back and I told everybody at work what happened. I go, she got fired. And it was like, that was it. It was like I walked in <laughs> and I and I just did a Rodney Dangerfield act. They couldn't stop laughing the rest of the night. Rest no, of the that's night. next level right there. Because I, I said I would I would have done it on Friday night five minutes had I got in five minutes before. Wow. 
And you know how long I would have dated her for? Forever. I got to hook up at McDonald's? Oh, my God. Are you kidding? <laughs> what, what are your ambitions? There's no ambitions. I, I, I need g- you to stay here forever. I'd have gone in after hours to get food. It would have been great. Just oh. waiting. Everybody else, we want you to climb the ladder. We want you to go on to great success. No, I need you to stay here. <laughs> you're, you're my cheeseburger hookup, man. Never knew what happened. How about Never that? Knew. That's next level. Uh, become a new card member and Discover is going to match all the cash back you've earned dollar for dollar at the end of your first year. Learn more at discover.com slash match. That's discover.com slash match limitations. They do apply. <laughs> Forgotten about that story. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day. Air Single Awareness Day. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Juan Gabriel. Juan Gis. Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Harold G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Ex-Tina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, 
the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Since it is Valentine's Day, and we'll have more on the NBA and a big question surrounding Russell Westbrook, who got yet another triple-double tonight in defeat to the New Orleans Pelicans. No, by the way, there's all kinds of crazy drama going on around the Pelicans after the game tonight, Anthony Davis, which we'll get to. But uh, Chris Long, Super Bowl champion, is not a fan of Valentine's Day. Right? All right, well, sure. You know, Rams, Eagles, star, put this out on Twitter. Wait, he's a man of the year, too, this year. Yeah, he is man of the year. There you go. But he doesn't like Valentine's Day. And he's got Day. the highwayman up as his graphic on his Twitter <laughs> Twitter banner. It's a a artist rendering of Christopherson Jennings, Cash, and Nelson. He updated his non-sporting event holiday list, his favorite holidays. Okay. Number one is Christmas. Number two, Memorial Day. Number three, Fourth of July. Number four, Thanksgiving. And then he writes, 365 Valentine's Day. Yeah. So all the way down past Groundhog Day... Tax day is Valentine's Day. Yeah. Someone must have hurt him. Oh, someone must have hurt no, him. No, just a realist, right? Mm. The idea is that you're supposed to show love every day. Doesn't mean sure. you may not do something a little bit extra, a little different. So why not have an extra day for love? We could use an extra day for love. There's National Pancake Day. There's National Chocolate Chip Pancake Day. There's National Donut Day. There's National Chocolate Donut Day. There's National Swollen Calves Day. There's yeah, all I of mean, these things. Obviously, I National Coffee Day. Look, I celebrate the Elvis classic when he sings, Why Can't Every Day Be Like Christmas? There's National what Elvis Day. What a wonderful day. world. This would be January the 8th, Elvis's birthday. Got to celebrate it. There's national days all the time. Why, what, what's no. wrong with that? No, you know, but I mean, when, look, he's just ranking 365. Uh, and in his list, that goes lower because he's saying the other 364, he's celebrating love equally or more so. No, he's not saying because that Because he's all. not expected to. He's got he's tax not to, day ahead of it. Yeah, you celebrate no, love fun. on tax no, day. No, but tax day, look, you celebrate that you had a good year. Yeah. That's what I tell you all the what time. If, what if you if didn't you have had, a good year? No, but if you had to pay more taxes. What if you had a bad year in taxes and you had to pay a lot of money? No, but if you had to pay a lot of money, you had a good year. What if what if you were Ronaldo and you decide you know I'm just not oh I'll just pay that big fine eventually the they'll come back well, I mean you what? can negotiate out you, you a settlement could, you could not have a good year tax I mean that, it, look obviously something even when I was single I didn't mind Valentine's Day I mean the movie Valentine's Day was terrible but the actual you leave holiday Gary Marshall okay. alone he's a saint Twitter it how about a fresca go cats Mike it's swollen dome. Happy Valentine's Day slash Single Awareness Day. Coming up next, two juicy stories coming out of one NBA game involving Russell Westbrook and Anthony Davis. This is Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
Juan Gabriel, Juan Gis, Selena, Selena, Celia Cruz, Azúcar, Carol G, La Bichota, Cristina Aguilera, Extina, just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph! Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. But this tells you a couple of things about Colin Kaepernick, some things that we have said all along about him. Colin Kaepernick is done playing. He's done playing football. He's done. Forget about him coming back. Anybody, that's a ridiculous conversation because he wouldn't have demanded $20 million if he thought he could still play. If he really thought he could still play, it would be, okay, sure, because I could play well and then get an invite back to the National Football League. So $20 million is one of those, I really can't do anything. So you give me $20 million, I'll come and I'll play for a little bit, and then whatever happens, happens, but I'm getting $20 million. So that that's, that's that part of it for him. The other part is, This shows you another reason that he really just doesn't want to play football. 
He doesn't. There are so many things he could have done to help himself over the course of the past three years. Many things. He could have done interviews. He could have gone and met with teams. He could have done very public things to convince teams, I really want to come back and play football. But we never heard from him. We never did. It was always the only time we'd hear you would hear some insiders go, if you doubt Callum Kaepernick's desire to play football, you're crazy. You don't know. I was like, okay, why can't he tell us? Colin Kaepernick did not help himself at all if he really wanted to come back and play football. Because if he did, if he really wanted to, he would have done things that would have helped grease the skids for him to come back. Here's the teams I want to play for. Here's an interview I'm doing with NFL Network or ESPN or Terry Bradshaw. I want to talk about coming back. I, I'm dying to play. I really want to get back. I'll take any job. I'll take a backup job. I'll take that. I'll take this job. But no, we didn't know that. So, yes. Can you look at the NFL and you want to place blame and say, okay, they kind of froze him out? Yeah, okay. But he didn't help himself at all. When he could have gone back and done the Colin Kaepernick redemption tour and I want to play, somebody would have given him a deal. Somebody would have. But he did not at any point give you a public indication that he wanted to play. I can't rely on, well, this insider talked to a guy who knows his agent or his lawyer. Or his lawyer saying, Colin wants to play. Let's hear it from, why are you not talking? Why are you not doing interviews? Why are you not keeping yourself, you're a public figure. You're the you're the figurehead of a huge movement, and you have disappeared. So from the figurehead movement part of it, he's been a disappointment. Because it, it, where is he? I mean, it's not always. Does he do good things? And is it good when he when he donates to charity and giving the money he's done? Yes, he's done some really good things. He's done some sketchy things too. But the main thing is, you're a very public figure. And you are the leader of a movement, and you have a lot of people that believe in you. And what did you do? You disappeared. So now the people who you realize think you want to play football are unsure, and you want to lead a movement, well, you're unsure about that. Because when it really got to point, he's on the cover of Time magazine. He's someone that, that, that could have made a huge difference continuing on in this country. And all he did, all he had to do, get in front of a microphone, talk, do it. But he didn't do it. He didn't do it. Maybe because he got dragged into it. Maybe because he really didn't feel like I was, I'm was. i up to being this icon. But for whatever whatever reason it was, he's done nothing. He has done nothing publicly. And that's what you do when you are a public figure. You can't be the president of the United States and do things behind closed doors. You know, you can't be the leader of a Fortune 500 company and nobody ever see you and nobody know who you are. You can't do these things. You know, you're not an actor in a in a TV in a TV show, and you don't do any publicity for the TV show, and you, you're not seen out. You're not doing interviews. You're not going on Jimmy Fallon or any of those shows. No, you have to be public. And Colin Kaepernick was not. No, he I, did not help himself at all in any of this. Yeah, I think you have a couple of things still swirly. I mean, he's still working in the background, and there's still good community work. Part of it is let's do the math. What's it worth to Nike and to? the business that circles around, right? The the black jerseys that you've seen worn over the last couple of months that started leaking out, right? You saw a number of your top NBA players and other NFL players that, that gone through. I mean, $20 million, you're starting to look at the largesse, right? You've, one of the big stories of the last couple of days was a long-running uh, sporting goods shop that decided they weren't going to sell Nike gear, mm-hmm. and now they're going under. Yeah. Now... That's one of those, all right, you, you stood on your principles and you, and you recognize how much Nike meant A to your store. B, you know, you've got whatever percentage also just said, you know what, I'll go buy somewhere else, whether it's a Nike product or whatever else I need to, to get in my sporting goods universe. So the $20 million, like money's not it. it there's, there's plenty of benefactors. There's plenty of money and the wheels of movement and the the good 
that many saw come of what Colin Kaepernick did. From the NFL perspective, you still have a lawsuit against them. So they're not lining up. Mm-hmm. We've talked about that ad nauseum. With the AAF, you know, they took a look and probably just Charlie Ebersol thought, you know what, hey, you know, we had some good publicity, a good run. I mean, you saw how viral, how quickly uh, the Berkovici hit mm-hmm. from Washington went oh, viral yeah. and all yep. the goodwill and the ratings against the NBA. You're trying to figure out how to keep your model sustainable. So, yeah, you're going to reach out to his representatives. Be good to hear. You know, this is why we couldn't come to an agreement. This is where we're at. And, and the wanting to play football, you know, the workouts and, and being in shape and everything, that's fine. You, you're not going to go to this league. Obviously, you want to go to where you you can make your way back to the NFL. As much as we say this is going to be a developmental league, these are going to be the guys on the fringes. He's not going to go to, to be a sideshow. So there's, there's two parts to it that roll through. And I think one of the big ones is the economic impact of if he goes and takes this job, then what was the movement about? Well, what is anything about? No, and that, but, no, no, do but that's just pick one or the but, other. No, 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 but, but then nothing. at that point. He picked neither one. No, but that's the point, is that you've got a lot of folks that question, okay, well, where's it going? What are you doing? Why did you abstain from becoming a voice and being in these larger debates and having your town hall meetings and forums and whatever else? But if you go and then take $20 million from the alliance, now you've got everybody that was backing yeah, but, you. But you knew that wasn't going to happen. That was just I'm going to I'm going to ask for twenty million because I know they're not going to give it to me. So, but if they give it to me, okay, I'll find came, a way to yeah, do it. Yeah, but what if they came running in hey, with a big check? No, we got it. We got a big check right here. We got it. Hey, Kenny G donated the money after we, he played in Kim Kardashian's living room. Here you go. Yeah, we got money if for you. If you can do that twenty more times, I bet you can get there. You know, we'll continue <laughs> this coming up in a couple of minutes because really, it, it, there's more evidence to show you that still Kaepernick's someone who just wanted to just sit and do nothing the past couple of years publicly. You gotta do stuff publicly. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Juan Gabriel. Juan Gis. Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Ex-Tina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. AD not available for the second half of Thursday's 131-122 win over the Thunder because of a left shoulder injury. Got injured when he crashed into Nerlens Noel in the final second of the first half, uh, didn't return to the bench, and left the Smoothie King Center during the game to get an MRI. So you think, okay, he left. But leaving the arena, apparently, is a really big deal because Pelicans head coach Alvin Gentry didn't even want to talk about Anthony Davis at the end of the game. Alvin, does it bother you today he left the building? Hey, guys, I'm going to talk about the guys that played. They did a great job. Uh, we, we found a way to win the game. That's what's important. Remember when he – you know, the thing is, I vividly remember when – the Warriors won, and Gentry was getting the gig with the Pelicans. And in the locker room after, the cameras turned on him, and Gentry was standing there with Steve Kerr. And he said, AD, you and I are back here next year. And Steve Kerr starts laughing, going, oh, come on, because we're back here next year. We're back. And yeah. now I can't wait to get rid of this guy. Look, this is how it's going to end for Anthony Davis this season with the Pelicans. And this is how the Pelicans are going to wind up screwing themselves by not trading him at the deadline, which is what they should have done. They're going to deactivate him at some point. It'll probably happen just after the All-Star break. If it doesn't happen by tomorrow, it'll happen just after the All-Star break because the league doesn't want news like that to break over the weekend when Anthony Davis is there. And who knows? Well, who knows if he's going to be there. Is he going to play? He may play. <laughs> throwing baseball passes down court, lifting LeBron up on his shoulders. No, I'm feeling good. I can play in the Watch, All-Star game. Watch, I'm going to throw another curveball. But shortly after the All-Star game, he'll be deactivated and he'll be sent home. The Pelicans aren't in playoffs contention, and it's obviously still extremely combative between Davis and the team. 
His teammates wouldn't even talk about it tonight after the game. He came back and he played once. He started. It was okay. But still, you could tell there was the undercurrent of, you want out. And then after a three-point game, in his last game, it was, we didn't play hard enough. And now the Pelicans are like, dude, you don't want to be here, and you're telling us we don't play hard enough? It's like Davis is forcing this to happen. He's forcing their hand. He doesn't want to be there, doesn't want to play. So let me see what I can do. And they'll wind up sending me home. And that's exactly what's going to happen. They'll send him home. He won't play the rest of the season. So now at the end of the year, whether it's a shoulder injury or being sent home, his value in a trade is going to lessen. And the Pelicans are going to look at a brand new trading landscape and they're going to say, well, let's see. So the teams that said they would trade for him, we're not really getting any good offers. The, the, the Celtics promised they would make guys available for us, but Boy, they don't want to trade with us now. They're, they're backing off, and Danny Ainge is being really difficult. He's not just giving us his four best players like the Lakers were. I tried to call the Lakers, and the Lakers don't even want to return our calls because you pissed the Lakers off by leaking whatever information about the trade you did. Yes, you won social media. You won the moment. Yes, we're keeping Anthony Davis, and now you're going to sit in the offseason just like we said, and you are going to have a worse offer for Davis than you could have gotten before the deadline. And you're going to say, boy, we screwed ourselves. We should have taken the Lakers offer, and if we didn't like the guys we got, if we didn't like Ingram or Kuzma or Lonzo, whoever it was, we could have spun them off for a first-round pick or another young player and a first-round pick. Those guys are still assets. And we could have done it, and now it's going to be a lot less at the end of the season, because what did we do? We decided to wait and take a trade we could have happened, but put time between it. And anytime you put time between something you can do, you allow variables to enter that invariably wind up ruining what you want to do. Oh, it's just been a three days so far, and what have we seen? All right, AD is back, and he's going to come back and play. Uh, now you're mad. He had an injury. He left the Smoothie King Center. Your head coach doesn't want to talk about him, and now things are bad. This is all in three days. Told you this was going to happen. Well, but, but that's it. wanted to be heroes. Well, they, they became the heroes for the small and intermediate markets. They had their pride, should have swallowed their pride, and figured out what the best deal was, or at least forced the issue of, all right, Lakers, I don't want this deal, but you know what? There's pieces in Phoenix. There's pieces over here. You go spin these guys out. Lavar there, or well, yeah, and Lonzo, uh, the actual asset. But Lavar, take him with you uh, and go on down. Ingram, whatever the case was, whatever the real trade was, and that's where this kind of got interesting, right? Where you had all these different scenarios, what's real, what's imagined. In the end, it doesn't matter. No trade got consummated. Everybody looks stupid. Uh, and nothing got done. And now you have Anthony Davis. He goes, and, and to his credit, actually was trying to make a defensive play here. And now, as Bill Plasky said, well, how much does the shoulder hurt? Right, And, and that's going to be the big speculation going forward. He leaves the, the arena like it's the end of a WWE work and a cliffhanger until, <laughs> oh, my God, we'll see you at, the, at Starcade 85. I mean, whatever. The idea being he's leaving with Rich Paul – going down the tunnel and you've got the footage from over the top of them like oh i mean you can totally hear jerry the king lawler going oh my god i can't believe what i'm saying and mean gene oakland sunday night at the civic center coming in if you will exactly so that's what you got now you got drama you got alvin gentry he's done with it holiday in the post game is like you know we were being professionals we finished the job that's what we have to do and now they've got the whole post all-star break to deal with it for the Pelicans, the, the play at this point is to go back to the NBA and say, here's a check for $5 million. Stay the hell away from us. 
We're going to do what we're going to do. We're going to sit him down and deactivate him, and we're done with this. We're not going to expose him to any more injury. He clearly doesn't want to be here, whether it's LeBron, the puppet master, pulling the strings of Rich Paul, who's pulling the strings of Anthony Davis. See what I made? I made it a six-man It's a lot of strings. That's a lot of strings. It's a lot of orchestration. Pulling strings. But the point is, they're salty, and this just is untenable. If I thought there was a way out, I would say, okay, there's a way out. But clearly there's not. And this is the next Trump card that we said the Pelicans were going to have to worry about. But no, because the next Trump card is, okay, you, you, Rich Paul tried a power play. All right, I get it, and he lost for now. But all the power then goes to him, because eventually Anthony Davis is going to wind up out. Right? Eventually he's going to wind up out. And there's many things that Rich Paul could say. He could say, you know what? Yeah, you want to try to trade him to Boston? Guess what? Not going to report. Right. Whoa, whoa, yeah. Already you are seeing Anthony Davis being so much a thorn in their side from the Pelicans' perspective that they have to make a decision on him, and now Alvin Gentry won't talk about him, the players won't talk about him. This is all This is all orchestrated. This is all, you know what, they screwed you, okay, they won last week, now we're going to win the rest of this week and the rest of this season, and we're going to force them to get you where you want to go. Because then we'll get the, the, the players' union involved, and it'll be really a big headache, and I will make the Pelicans pay for what they did. Because the Pelicans, like I said, they won that moment. You know, you could say they win the battle, win the war. They won social media. They won the battle of the moment. But everything else is going to tilt to Anthony Davis and Rich Paul's way. But think about it. You're also setting up the next war where you already have the the Sixers and the Lakers. Sure. With this Magic Johnson thing. Ben Simmons and Rich Paul mm-hmm. in the middle of it again. So that's the next battle being, being waged here between ownership and the players and, and the next CBA and all of that seems so far in the distance. We need Anthony Davis. Cam this weekend. That's it. Just where he is. You know, just, can you imagine if he plays on Sunday? And the he, Magic Johnson tampering Cam. Who's Magic talking to yeah. now? <laughs> 24 hours. like those cameras you in uh, New the, Orleans during Mardi Gras. You see the phone and 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 you know, a hand picks up the phone and then you see like that device gets put on it that changes the voice. Anthony oh, wow. Davis is dressed up as Cookie Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> out, to, out, to, out to dinner. Magic, your wife got really tall. Yeah, Cookie, you know, she's been uh, wink, e- wink. <laughs> eating a lot lately and you know, she's got one eyebrow and it's, uh, it's uh, kind of how it is. You have questions for Anthony. Uh, Cookie, uh, go ahead. Right now, you can ask her. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.